Hello, beautiful soul being. Welcome to the Connecting Soul Beings podcast, offering you, the animal lover, information, tips, and learning on soul-to-soul connection, animal communication, self-leadership, and all things spiritual. We will help you tune into the language of animals and the soul, inspiring you to gain a deep intuitive understanding of yourself and the animals. You become more connected, feelings of love and empowerment so that you experience harmony and joy, true soul-to-soul connection. Well, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to yet another wonderful episode of Connecting Soul Beings. And today I am so honored and humbled to have the beautiful, beautiful Tamira Kemp from Sydney. Tamira is a full-time astrologer, a master numerologist and a feng shui professional. She also teaches regular workshops around Sydney and she has clients all over the world. She consults via Skype and she has 20 years experience in this field, which is amazing. So I can't wait for our wonderful conversation. So welcome, Tamira. Thank you for having me, Bianca. I'm um, really thrilled to connect with you today and to share, um, you know, about the ancient ancient sciences and, and metaphysics and alchemy. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we've we've known each other for quite a while. We've been around the traps together yeah. <laughs> in the spiritual world, and um, we both love our animals, which is wonderful, and yeah. all other beings. So it's a true honor to, to have you here. Now, I'm fascinated because numerology and astrology and all these things have always had a bit of a part in my life. And I can imagine for the audience as well that some people might be really curious. Others use it quite often and they use it very consciously in their everyday life. Can you explain a little bit more around each individual methodology and how you work with it and what people can do sure well um i'm all about energy and it's about you know i don't use astrology and numerology because it's uh, kind of a, a cool thing or you know um it's it, it's it's basically um from when i was younger i was you know to give you a bit of background on me um yeah. i was you know we, we all have our sort of families that we choose to come in and and you know, learn our our soul lessons, so to speak. And I was sort of forced into counselling and found it very, um, you know, intrusive and I didn't quite understand about what was going on and um, I didn't understand about my family dynamics. And this would have been about sort of 10 years old and I actually started getting interested in astrology probably from about the age of 12, 13. So um, through my teenage years, I started learning about sort of my family dynamics and about my mother my mother's energy and it really helped me to understand her about she was a triple Sagittarian basically so it means you know your son your emotions and how you communicate so she has a lot of fire and um you know and then I sort of got further into into numerology sort of in my in my 20s um so yeah it, it helped me to start of understanding my friends understanding relationships and 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 that's basically uh why I started um using you know astrology and numerology so to speak so um as i as i developed with it i was actually able to see into people and understand exactly what they were like from their vibration and they are it's numerology and astrology three three and a half thousand year old ancient sciences so i mean even a few hundred years ago uh the doctor would be present when 
sorry, the, the um, an astrology would be present when the, when, the, when the doctor was actually giving, you know, delivering the baby. Wow. And, yeah. And um, there was a, a very famous court case in the 1940s by a woman, Evangeline Adams. And she was, um, you know, it's in New York and she was arrested um, on, on charges of actually, you know, being an, a, being an astrologer. Yeah. And she had to actually um, do a do a chart and do a reading for the um, judge's son, and it was so accurate that that actually put in place that uh, astrology would not be uh, illegal so long as you were practicing um, as a, with a you know professional manner. Mm-hmm. So um, you know there is Vedic astrology, there's Western astrology, and with numerology there's Chaldean and, and Pythagorean. But I use you know Western astrology. Um, and the, the Pythagorean method, which is quite sort of easy to understand. I like to take the woo-woo out of it. I like to, you know, really help people to understand how they can use it uh, as tools in their life. Then with relationships, it is just incredible how you can understand the dynamics within a relationship and how you are actually projecting yourself, how you are... Um, you know, emotionally responding to, to someone, you know, if you've got a lot of water in your chart, um, you're going to be like, you know, quite emotional as opposed to someone who's got a lot of fire, who's not going to, you know, have that same emotion. Um, so that's kind of, I guess, how I would explain why I use, you know, astrology and, um, and numerology. Wonderful. Yeah. And I like the fact that you say you like to take the wool out of it as well, because that's something that people usually associate it with, right? Because it's so, yeah, high up there. And like you say, you do use the energies, but it's wonderful to make it as understandable for people as well. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've, you know, I've got clients sort of all around the world and I'm based in Sydney, but you know, I sort of Skype and Zoom and I've got clients in, you know, UK and, um, you know, America and Europe and um, I do see people in, in Sydney. Uh, <laughs> I you know, teach the workshops here as well. But basically I did go, you know, when I go and see clients, sometimes I'll have, you know, it's more common to have the, the woman interested in the astrology than right. it is the man. Um, and I feel that we are sort of... Um, there are men who do know, you know, more about astrology than some women, but generally it is sort of that 80-20 mark. And there's mm-hmm. a family that I went and visited recently, um, a Greek family who's um, sort of mixed Filipino, the father's Filipino, mother's Greek, very unusual. And he'd never, um, you know, had a chart done before. And I was like, yeah, just be very open-minded. So I had their three children and both of them, and I was able to describe exactly the, the children's personality without knowing anything about them. And he was like, how do, you, how do you know that? How can that be so accurate? That's amazing. And I like to go very fresh in, so not really knowing anything about people. And that's how I really, um, you know, like to operate and to help people understand that we are sort of these spiritual beings in this, in this physical body. And um, I feel we are also in one of the biggest, um, you know, I guess, like spiritual sort of uh, breakthrough sort of energies right now from the 2000s, like the, the two is represented, it's the feminine energy and we, the women are coming back, you know, more into their power. And I don't like to sort of be women are sort of overtaking men or anything like that. It's about balance. Yep. But it's about getting, you know, deeper into your, into your spirituality and um, 
even from 2018, which was, you know, last year, that comes to a universal year of, you know, 11-2. And it's about that binary code. It's about seeing that 11-11 around. Um, there are a lot more people. It's like we're actually on this wave of having uh, a big shift in energy and even you know, through animal communication that, that you do yourself about, you know, people, this is becoming a thing. Um, the two is also about the creativity. So in the 1990s, having a lot of tattoos was not really a thing and more people have tattoos than don't now. You're sort of, so that's the two is also, yeah, that's that creative energy and that's getting stronger and stronger. Um, it's about, you know, working with your intuition. And so it's, you know, even looking back in the generations, there is like everything is made up of binary code. It's made up of mathematics. Um, everything has a sequence to it. And so when you are understanding the, the energy the dynamics it can really help you it's so empowering and understanding about your energy as well you will know that you'll sort of have a certain way in certain traits but um, i've been told it's like having a light turned on in, in a room and even your animals they they have um you know they have their own birth charts my my dog my blue heel the cattle dog he's an aries you know and he's a one day born and he's what's called like a five life path so He's, it's all about him and he loves to travel and that's, you know, about that five life path energy as well. But he, he really has to be the centre of attention. And, yeah. yeah, so you can understand so many different, um, you know, not only your loved ones, yourself, your animals, um, you know, even if you're going into business partnerships, there's just so many uh, different uses for um, working with this energy. Mm. That's fascinating that you do that for animals as well. But then on the other hand, it actually makes sense because we are all soul beings, you know, and we're all born into this life and yeah, we'll have those charts and the dates and everything else as well. I love the fact that you also mentioned about not knowing about the person or the people that you're working with, because I experience the same thing. If you know too much that may in effect blur the information that you may get through. So you want to have it as clean and clear as you can to have no information is always much better because I also feel then we're not pre-empting what may come up. You know what I mean? So and it really helps the conversations, yeah. And it helps give confirmation as well because this is how my intuition works. So I, when I look at now, when I look at someone's date of birth or their you know, astrology chart, I have more information coming through. So when I don't know anything about the person and I'm able to actually confirm things about them and then have this other information coming through, then that really helps in terms of the life direction. That yeah. And in this world that we're in right now as well, there's a lot of people who are, you know, online dating, for example, yeah? Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is, this is fantastic because if you can do basic maths, if you can, you know, get someone's date of birth or even the day and the month that they're born, you can find out like a whole lot about sort of their energy and that really helps in terms of knowing whether you do have uh, a strong connection as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah well you must be busy then <laughs> in the online dating sphere <laughs> i hear it all the time popping up people are doing a lot of this online stuff and the apps that go with that so that's amazing and, and you know um the actual age that we're in so right we, right we go through astrology ages two, two and a half thousand, every two, two and a half thousand years, we, we change. So it goes in reverse. So um, we start with Aries and then it goes Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, ends in Pisces. But with the ages, they go in reverse. So our last age was the age of Pisces. 
um, no one knows exactly the date that the age of Aquarius came in, but it's sort of maybe around 20, around 20, 30 years ago. So we're right at the dawning of, um, of this brand new age of, of technology. And we've come from that age of one God, of that sort of one religion, um, that uh, Christian symbol that you see that is the fish, that's actually the Pisces. And a lot of Christians don't actually know that. Okay. The Piscean symbol. Yeah. Um, so we are moving into basically, you know, um, about having that sort of greater love for mankind. It's about, you know, it's about the earth. It's about, um, it's about humanity. It's about our tribes. It's about, mm. um, about technology. And it's, I mean, you have to really like look at how much the technology has come in. Yeah. It's like just like catapulted. So in terms of where we're at right now, it's just like really, really the beginning um, of, um, yeah, it's amazing when you sort of think about it. Yes, yes, definitely. And I think it also helps that we have the technology right now because everything that we do, and in particular people who are now really tapping into the energies, whether it's their own energy or, or using this as a modality to help other people, it is so interesting now with technology that we can bring it all over the world. We're not limited to one specific space anymore. And not only that, we can serve other people, you know, a lot better, but also learning from each other. And you're also finding out, oh my goodness, I'm not the only one that can do this. That's amazing. You know, cause it's, yeah, a lot more people are coming up now where they feel that they have a completely different way of interacting with people and serving themselves and others and having this, this access online is just amazing. The, um, the Bluetooth symbol that's on our phones, you know, you'll see it sort of on the car as well. It's, um, that's got the sort of two peaks. Yep. Yep. So that's actually a Scandinavian rune. A Scandinavian rune. The rune. R U N E. Runes. You've heard of the runes? It's like a divinate. Divin, uh, runes. You've never heard of them before? But no, know. no. Very ancient. Okay. Uh, runes are used to actually, um, you know, they're basically, I think maybe like there's 26 or 30 runes. I can't remember exactly how many. Um, but they all have a different meaning. So you sort of throw the runes and then you can actually see, you know, it sort of forecasts. Ah, okay. Cards. But that, so it's a rune and that was actually, it's called Burkana and um, it means um, birch tree. It means mother's intuition. And that was wow. actually, um, it was actually made, the, the Bluetooth was made um, under that name, um, uh, under the rune, under the Burkana. To, so computers could actually intuitively um, talk to each other. Yeah. So, we're, so we're, we're staring at, you know, so many different symbols and um, energies each day that, that we don't even realise. Well, exactly, yeah. And it all links back to the ancient times. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Fascinating. And, and, it's, and it's, you know, it's only the past sort of few hundred years that we really have... Um, gone sort of strayed from I guess the, the spirituality and it is coming you know we're coming back into into um, into our spirituality into um into you know using it with technology as well and 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 Google you know I mean it's like you can basically connect with anyone around the world now and um 
it's just it's just amazing when you think about it the the number sequences uh there are so many people now who are saying oh i'm seeing you know 111 around i'm seeing the 555 i'm seeing the 222 and even these number sequences that's the you know the universe doesn't speak to us in english or french or japanese it speaks to us in vibrations in codes and and symbols mm-hmm. and you know i i myself have had like you know um i call it some numbers that follow you around so um you know sometimes if you are seeing that 1111 around it's showing that you're on track and that you know that might be like a, a new beginning sort of coming through and just keep going yeah. that way <clears throat> um the fives they mean change yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's each, each sort of number has a has a has a sequence. Um, yeah, exactly. Vibration to it as well. Yeah. Wonderful. So, so you talk a lot about energy and vibration. What is that exactly for people who may not be aware? Um, I mean, energy people think, oh well, that's electricity sort of thing. <laughs> but for us, um, you know, energy and vibration is something really beautiful that we work with every day and, and tune into. But in layman's terms, what does that mean? Well, energy is basically, it's a frequency. It's a frequency that we can't see. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's how I would basically yeah. uh, describe it. Yeah. Uh, the, in terms of the, the planets, so that the planets actually have an energy that, um, you know, I guess would program us like, like a computer. So from when we're born, um, you know, we actually have our birth charts and, um, you know, depending on where we are in the world, that actually sort of maps us. Mm-hmm. And I, from what I understand and from the master teachers, mm-hmm. we choose our date of birth, we choose our name, um, you know, and, and that actually programs, you know, our, our, our energy. So it's almost like, um, you know, when we're going to the, to the higher council or um, before we're coming to earth, we're actually, you know, discussing, you know, who our family is and the vibration that we want to come through as. There isn't any good or bad numbers or good or bad planets. I get asked that a lot. Do I have good numbers? Everything just is. Yep, I agree. Yeah. It depends whether you're living on a balanced or unbalanced side of, of the energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and you really explain that well, that it is a form of frequency. And everything is as it is because it's interesting because, and I'm fascinated that you are from the same wavelength in that sense as well, that we do understand what we are going to go through before we actually are born, you know, and that we discuss that, you know, where are we going to get born? What are we going to be doing? Who are we going to have around us? And that that is is also a, a level of vibration that goes throughout your life. You know, whatever you do, you may hit off course, but somehow you always come back on course in terms of what you've decided to do, right? And those are also your learnings and your teachings. So I can imagine that with these modalities, you can really establish what it is exactly um, that makes your energy vibrate at a certain level. Absolutely. So um, from your name, so let me explain sort of how it works. Yeah. Uh, your name vibration um so bianca Darus, that would you know give your gives your heart's desire your personality and how you express yourself your destiny energy comes through your birth certificate name so whatever's on your birth certificate even if you change it um your first birth certificate that is your destiny it's sort of like set in stone right and your 
the day that you're born, that gives you, that's how you project yourself to the world. Your life path, your life force energy, that's from your date of birth, so every number added up. And your attitude is from the day that you're born and the month that you're born. Um, so from this information, it's, um, you know, seven numbers and you can actually see if you've got like a lot of ones there, that's going to give you very entrepreneurial energy. Um, the special number combinations like the, the twos and the sevens, that gives you natural sort of very strong intuition. Um, there's a sort of a three, six, nine that shows that you're very sort of creative. Um, a two, four, eight will show like very strong business energy. I can pick the teachers normally, um, nine times out of 10 people come and see me. I'll be like, are you a teacher? They'll be like, how do you know that? So I can actually tell that from a particular number vibrational also to be able to pick the nurses. Yes, yes. Um, it's just amazing. And I, I'm, you know, still get blown away by, by how accurate it is. And um, sometimes there will be people and they'll be in a particular vocation. I'll be like, are you an artist? And they'll be like, no, I work in marketing, but um, I love painting and I love, you know, singing and I love doing this. Yeah. So sometimes we do sort of get steered off, you know, what actually makes our heart sing and mm-hmm. through our true um, essence, so to speak. And so from understanding your vibration, then you can actually start, um, you know, taking up further um, direction to get you back sort of on course again. Yeah. From your So that's sort of, you know, quite basic, but we've got birth grids, we've got four main stages in life, which are our pinnacles, and we've got our nine new cycles that we go through. And, um, yeah, that's basically how you can really, you know, understand sort of what's going on in your life and understanding about yourself and about your compatibility with, um, with partners as well. I've had a woman in one of my workshops last year and she was with her husband for, you know, 25 years and she was devastated because he'd left and um, she was really having to get back onto her own, you know, feet and finding out who she was. And when I looked at her ch- the charts, I said, out of your seven numbers, you've got five challenges. And she's like, but we've been, we're together for 25 years. And so when I started, you know, sharing about her and about his energy, she was like, well, we were actually living quite separate lives. Mm. And, you know, they both sort of become, I guess, sort of like tolerant of each other, but they weren't really living in their, in their essences, in their, in their true self. So um, she found that really empowering and it helped her to actually move through the, the grieving process yeah. and getting back into, into who she was. Um, with astrology, so, um, you know, you're not really your sun sign or your star sign unless you have, like, you know, that sort of planet right through the other sort of, um, through the other planets. So you okay. your sun, your sun, you might be like a Scorpio, um, but you could have, like, a lot of fire through, the, you know, your, your moon, your emotions, your Mercury, how you communicate, um, the Venus, the love you give and receive, your Mars is your anchor and drive in life. So um, it, it really when you're looking at the whole picture of your numbers and astrology together, then it's incredible. You just have this amazing, it's like being able to open up a, a book and um, see what someone is really like. Mm. And how would you use that, that knowledge in everyday life? Cause I'm always sort of conscious that you may then completely focus on that and think, Oh my God, I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that. So how can we, 
um, what's my question really? Yeah, how can we understand the the knowledge around that for ourselves and still be able to have experiences and live our lives without the focus on that specific um, yeah. information? So I use it as a tool to help me and others move mm-hmm. forward in life. Um, I'll take you back to the example of someone who's got a lot of ones in their chart, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, and there are, there are going to be people who take things to the extreme, okay? And everything yes. is about balance. But this is just, a, it's like a, a tool for understanding yourself on a, on a deeper level. It's sort of what I'll call like psychology for the soul, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a lot of ones in your chart and you are working for someone else and um, you're not leading in some way, then there is the, you're not going to be in your true essence, okay? Um, if you have a lot of threes in your chart, so threes is, you know, that's the communicator and you are not sort of around, if you're just working by yourself, if you're not around other people, if you are not doing something that's a little bit creative or, or speaking, um, writing, then there's a blockage there. Um, you know, there was a woman I was uh, from a seminar last year and she had quite a few threes in her chart. And I said, are you doing something that's creative? Or, and creativity can come through, you know, um, through how you're actually cooking or it can be through, um, through numbers. You know, I know accountants who are very creative you know, with numbers. It's not just painting or writing or drawing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I said, are you using your voice? Are you, um, you know, doing something that is, you know, bring that creativity into your life? And, and she said, no, I'm not. But she said, I've actually had throat cancer. And so that's actually, you know, our, our body actually manifests and it, and it shows up when we have blockages. So when I explained, you know, about her, about her essence, about her, about her voice, about, you know, using that creativity, it, you know, it brought tears to her eyes because she never really saw herself in that light, but there was this underlying um, sense of something that was missing in her life. Yeah. So that's how I like to um, look at it. Yeah, and, beautiful. Yeah. And also, you know, with the, um, you know, with the astrology. So, um, you, you know, if you are, if you have um, that Venus that you love, you give and receive and your anchor, your drive in life, if you have a lot of fire there, then you are going to need, you know, someone in your life who is quite sort of spontaneous and when you are doing adventures and um, if they have, you know, water element there and, you know, it's not to say that you're going to break up, but then it's understanding, okay, well, you might be someone who likes to chill out a little bit more. I like to have sort of have adventures and, and be doing this. So it can be, you know, understanding both of your sort of energies, if, if that makes sense. Yes, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that can certainly bring the relationships, you know, closer together as well. And um, yeah, but still be able to live your truth. Totally. Though you're together, you know what I mean? So there's a, yeah. there's a really great example of someone I'd like to share. So his name, when I was, you know, um, before I went full time uh, with my astrology and numerology work, even though I have been doing it for 20 years, it was, you know, sometimes we, it takes a little while to come, you know, fully into our essence. Yeah. And I previously managed training in um, in journalism at a, at a top university in Sydney. And I was asked to in research why there wasn't more Indigenous Australians. 
um, in the media. So I, I came across this guy, um, David Yudaipon, who's um, actually on the back of our $50 note. And whenever I'm talking about him, no one, no one knows who he is. So I immediately was running his numbers. I just wanted to know, you know, um, who this guy was and, you know, on the sort of $50 note. And, um, it, you know, it turns out that he was actually the, the visionary for the helicopter. And he had um, lots of patents out, um, but he... He was an ideas. So he had probably about 20 patents. He was always coming up with ideas. He's actually on there um, for inventing the sheep shearer in Australia. Um, so he was born into, you know, he was one from the stolen generation and, you know, highly intelligent man. Um, and, you know, he grew up, um, he grew up quite poor though, yeah, even though it was from sort of an academic sort of um, family. He um, is from the 1800s. When I looked at his numbers, he basically had uh, two, 11, two master vibrations and he had like ones. He was a one day born, one life path. Um, I think he had 11, two master vibrations. So it was ones right through, 11s, ones. And I was like, wow, you are just a true inventor. You are a true entrepreneur. And, um, you know, he, he really, like he's the epitome of someone who is always creating and inventing and coming up with new ideas. And, um, you know, he actually, the, the irony of the whole thing is that he actually died poor, around oh. you know, 80 or 90, but ends up on the back of our $50 note. Wow. So, um, yeah, I like to pay a little bit of homage, but that, you know, is a really good example of explaining how to, you know, understand the energies and understanding about the, the vibrations of numbers. Yeah, exactly. And talking about energy, um, you also do a lot of work with feng shui. I do, yeah. yeah. Can you share a little bit more about that? Sure. So I am all about energy. Yeah, I yeah. like work, I work with the law of attraction. I work mm. with, um, you know, manifesting. I, I use the astrology and numerology as tools to understand people and to understand yourself and the feng shui uh, to energetically align your, your home and your vibration. Um, so it's sort of looking at the home as there isn't, you know, any sort of difference in terms of, you know, what you're wearing or where you're living or your car, like everything is connected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a reflection of you. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the home, um, I use the Western feng shui um, method and the, the Western feng shui came about from the 1980s from a man, um, Professor Lin Wan. And he's from Berkeley, California. So it was to take sort of the confusion out of the compass method because it can be, you know, if you've got a partner, they can have a whole different direction to you. So it can end up having a GPS, like sending you into a river, so to speak. Um, essentially, it is coming about with having that chi flow coming through, having your life force energy. Mm -hmm. And that can actually have a huge impact on your life as well. I think a lot of people, well, more people than not, have sort of heard of, you know, um, the Marie Kondo. So she's, you know, about downsizing yes. and about really blessing and blessing your home and loving what you have. And if you don't love it, then, you know, then to give it away and everything holds an energy as well. Um, you know, it's important to be, you know, to clearing the energy, but to also have the the life force energy coming through and one of the... Um, 
one of the things I like to share when I'm teaching, it's about the, the five elements and why we feel so peaceful when we look at a fish pond, okay, because that actually encompasses the, the five elements. <clears throat> so that's what we're really wanting to bring into, um, you know, into our homes and into our environment. Yeah, beautiful. And it really works all together, right? The numerology, the feng shui and the astrology as well. Absolutely. It's about, um, it's about your energy. Yeah. 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 Wow. Amazing. Amazing. It's yeah. It's fascinating because energy is really intertwined in everything that we do, which is really fantastic. So have you, um, have you had any feng shui? Um, sort of, have you worked with that at all? Yeah. A little bit. Yes. And I've actually recently done it here on my desk at home. <laughs> I did it a few years ago, but then you sort of go off track again. So very recently I did my whole office completely took out what I, like you say, what you don't no longer love, the things that I felt are, yeah, no longer part of me, took that out and completely reorganized um, the office in a way that is really inviting and I have a good view of the door, people coming in rather than having the back towards it, um, you know, and just minimalistic, but also things on the certain corners of the desk where is the Bahu or the Baha, what's that chart called? The Bagwai map. Yes, that's it. The Bagwai <laughs> map. Yeah, that's it. So, so yes, yeah, so that's what I've used as well. And that's um, it's actually fascinating. In particular, the week after I've done it, things were really flowing very well. You know, and, and you just notice the difference in yourself, the energy shift. Absolutely. And even, even though I, you know, live my life by this and, and teach and, you know, consult, um, there are times when I get, get really, really busy and, you know, at my office a few months ago, it was just, I had stuff everywhere from, mm. the three, from the three different workshops that I teach and I was like, oh, you know, I had the clients coming through and it actually, um, I, I felt my energy really, like even, even my clients, my business, like it was impacting my life and I just had to spend like four days clearing everything out yeah. and I just had this amazing you know, flow of abundance coming through after, after doing that. I had cleared out this year, like a third of my wardrobe and wow. really, really downsized. But it's, um, there's this term that I use, it's called law of the vacuum. Okay. And it's sort of like one of the, the I like that. Tools. Yeah. So it's the law of attraction, but it's law of the vacuum. So that is essentially making that space to, um, to, to clear the space so we can actually receive more from the universe. You can't receive more when your hands are full. Yes, yes. Yeah, so even if you're wanting to attract that partner into your life, having that space in your wardrobe, having some coat hangers there, um, it helps that, that energetic alignment come through. Um, you know, so a simple tip I can give you for, for your desk is, is to have it clear, but also to have some abundant pens, you know. Um, if you are looking at, if you do have to have your, your door behind you, then have a, you know, a mirror, you know, in front of you. If you've got in an office environment, have a, you know, a nice, um, uh, the lucky bamboo plant because that actually helps the energy flow, the chi flow. Um, mm -hmm. Crystals, they're life force energy. And when we look at the actual Bagwai map and the home, uh, the fame and reputation area, so that's in the sort of, if you're standing at the front door and the front door is at the front of your home somewhere, it's either on the left or the middle or the right, um, the fame and reputation area is in the middle of your home and that's your heart space. That's the red area. At the very 
flip side of that is your career area and that's the water energy. So there's always that fire water, that's that balancing elements. And then um, then we have the, the wood and the, the metal balance from the other two areas of the home. So essentially uh, you, you can't be you know, creating and, and doing the feng shui if you have a lot of clutter around you as well as being psychology, psychology studies mm. um, undertaken that show women do react to clutter yes. uh, a lot more strongly than what, do, than what men do and it's um, been proven. Yeah. So it's just, you know, having that clearing space and then going through one room at a time, um, you know, doing some saging, um, just clearing the energy as well. But, yeah, I, I often get into, the, like, very specifics of, you know, particularly if people wanting to sort of have pregnancies come through um, or if they're having a, you know, big change in, in, their, in their working environment or, if, you know, they've had a breakup from relationship or wanting to have some healing happening there. I saw a client about a month ago and uh, went to home for astrology and numerology and it was also a bit of feng shui as well and when I looked at her relationship corner there was a, a broom and um, a, a sort of a waste bin there and I was like that's your relationship area that's not so good and she said well we've actually kind of you know we've broken up and it's just kind of just trying to sort of it was very you know it was very telling of how their you know relationship was sort okay of how it'd been unfolding yeah 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 fascinating wow so we all need to look at that map and then go back into our own homes <laughs> how we can clear those spaces yeah clear the spaces and you know if you've got missing areas as well but mm. about having yeah, it's about having that flow coming through essentially yeah yeah and and the clutter makes so much sense because i mean I don't know about you, but my office is at home. So I work from home and I can't sit down to work if the home is not tidy. So if there is anything in the kitchen or in the room, that's just a little bit messy or we need to clean up or, you know, dishes in the sink, whatever. I always need to make sure that that's all, all clean and tidy before I can actually sit down behind my desk and do my work. Cause that energy still sits in the background so that I know it's not done and it just stays there. So I've learned to just schedule my day in a way that, Everybody helps out. If it's not done, I'll just have to do it because it, it really clears my mind to be ready to to hit the work as well. So and interesting that, that makes sense. Going going back to astrology and numerology, there will be some people who have elements in their charts that really cannot function if there isn't that super yeah. clarity and cleanliness around it will have a really detrimental effect. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Um, and in terms of pets as well, I found that really fascinating because you're the first person that I know that actually does that um, for the animals too. So how does that work? What, what do you do? Exactly the same as humans. Exactly the same. Yeah. They have the same name vibration as us. Um, you know, if you are actually choosing a name for your animal, then it can actually, if they have lot of fire in their chart obviously um there's a lot of rescues around which i totally support but sometimes we can find out with with the rescues what their what their dates of birth is but even from a name okay mm -hmm. even from a name, we can find out their vibration yeah um, which is which is amazing um, yeah. yeah i guess i guess there's not everyone that we can sort of like work with 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 the with the um with the date of birth because you know there's there's so many animals that just 
have, um, you know, the, the, the life where they've just come into this world and they, they go through a little bit of difficulty and then they find their forever homes. But if you do know a date of birth for your animal, then that will reveal um, a lot about their personality, about their emotions, um, you know, whether they like to travel, if they like to sort of be that sort of number one sort of animal or if they would like to, um, you know, it's just, it's, they're very much like humans. Yeah. They yeah. really are. Oh, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Wow. So that just adds another layer to that as well. And it's actually fascinating too, because um, sometimes I communicate with animals that do not actually like their name and then they're asking for the name to be changed. Yeah. And then I ask them, what name would you like to have? Yes. And then they go, well, it sounds like this, or it sounds like that. And that resonates better with me and my energy and who I am as an individual. So then I need to go back to the, to the human guardians going, okay, you are going to have to change the name. It has to sound like this. Or it has to sound like that yeah. or feel like this, you know? So yeah, yeah. that's interesting one letter can actually change your, yep. change your vibration so exactly. um, that's when you could actually go okay like you know if you really wanted to give your animal a very strong energetic alignment because it's actually a compatibility with, with you as well just like mm-hmm. humans have the compatibility um, the soul energy the personality and the expression you will have the same through the main vibration of your animal yeah at that same harmony it is a lot easier to work with them and to understand them and to have that very deep, strong connection. I actually changed my dog's name from Max to Maxie because it was it was more energetically aligned to my name, Tamira. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. And he's so gorgeous. <laughs> Such a beautiful energy. Oh, wonderful. So before we close off, I'd love to ask you, is there anything that you can share with the audience that they can do straight away or implement straight away around this? Your, we, we go through nine years. Let's, let's have a look at your, at your personal year cycle. Okay. So this is, this is a really fun thing to do. Um, we all have um, personal year cycles and, and that go through every nine years. So if you grab your, the day that you're born and yeah. the month that you're born. Um, so for Bianca, what day are you born? The 14th of December. Okay. So we would be adding the one plus the four plus the one plus the two. Yeah. So that comes to a seven. And that's eight, sorry. Yeah. That comes to an eight. All right. So the day that you're born, the month that you're born, um, which comes to an eight, then we add that to the actual, um, to the year vibration. So because you are in December, we'd we'd be taking 2000, in 2018, so 2018 comes to a two, so eight plus two comes to a one. Comes to a 10 and then the one and plus zero is a one. Okay, yes. Got it? Yep. Okay, so what we're doing is adding, let's go from 2018, okay, so the day that, the days that you're born, the month that you're born, just adding plus, 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 plus the actual year. So you're adding each number up. Um, that comes to a one vibration. So on the 14th of December 2018, you went into a one personal year. So this year is all about new beginnings for you. Wow. Okay. Okay. 
And then 2019, so on your birthday on the 14th of December this year, you'll be going into a two-year. Um, if you are born for anyone, say you're born on the 1st of April, okay, so you would be um, adding the one plus the four. Um, we're in 2019 this year and the 2019 comes to a three, so that would be three plus four is seven plus one is eight. Okay, does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. All right, so that'd be an eight personal year. So I'm going to run through um, what each personal year means. Um, a one personal year is about new beginnings. It's doing things in a new way. Um, you can have a lot more energy, a lot more insight coming through. Sometimes you can feel like you have to sort of stand on your own two feet. It can feel a little bit sort of um, on the unbalanced side. You can feel a little bit like, you know, Oh, I have to do everything on my own, but it's very powerful in terms of planting the seed for the next nine years, okay? So coming up with new ideas and mm. uh, more power and energy. The two-year, uh, that's about partnerships. It's about, um, it's about, you know, looking at your relationships and about co-creation, yeah? The three-year, that's about um, social social times it's about sort of marketing that project it's about um you know you might come up with a vision in the one year the two year it's about sort of um collaborating and getting sort of the contacts together and then the three year it's about really marketing what you're doing and um you know communicating what you're doing yeah and you can find yourself on sort of a lot more short trips and having a lot more sort of um connections with people so it's important to really stay grounded in that three year um, the four personal year for you, it's about work. It's about sort of study. Um, it can be about sort of creating that family as well. So the four is about building the foundations. Uh, the five year, the five is open front and back. So the five brings more freedom into our lives. The five is freedom from restrictions. Okay. So sometimes in that four year, you can feel like you're on a treadmill and you're going around and um, you're not sort of seeing the results. But quite often there'll be a lot sort of coming through. Even if you're going on a trip on a four-year, you'll find that might be sort of that some work actually comes through as well, you know, you're having to just answer a few emails or something. Um, but it is important to be having that time out in the four-year as well or you can feel burnt out. Going back to that five-year, a lot of freedom coming through, um, great time to travel in the five-year, um, try not to make any sort of firm decisions because you can sort of feel like you just want to have a big change in your career or you want to move countries or something. Um, so yeah, the, the, the better thing to do is go on a yoga retreat or just take some time out or, you know, go on that sort of couple of week holiday. Mm -hmm. But we can find ourselves actually having massive shifts in our life as well in that five year. Wow. Um, on a vision board workshop that I taught last year, I, I look at the dates of birth of people um, when they're coming in to actually work with their personal year energy. And out of the 10 people in the class, I had nine of them, I'm not kidding you, in a five personal year. So they were all going through these massive shifts and changes and feeling like, you know, it was a little bit of like midlife crisis. Like, I don't know which way I want to go. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, the, the six personal year. So the six is pregnant with love. You can see the six's belly sticking out. This is a, a beautiful year for relationships. Um, sometimes, you know, we can have the soulmates coming through, just like in the two-year, um, you know, marriage, um, children, uh, really about working on our home as well, about creating that sanctuary. Um, 
the so the, yeah the six is about really beautifying things and and feeling that love again and even if you are going through a breakup in a relationship you can really it, it's a little bit easier in that six year it's like you just mm. land on your feet the seven the seven it's a bit like the old man's walking cane or the old woman's walking cane it's the seer it's your spirituality it's going within finding out really about your about your soul's purpose you can find yourself connecting with people on a really deeper sort of spiritual level on, on that seven year taking a spiritual trip and the eight years so the eight is heaven balancing on earth or the eight is chasing the tail but the eight energy is it's um it can be the can't the year of karma so reaping what you've sown if you put in a lot of work you receive that back and uh, and vice versa as well so the eight year can teach us about money um we can you know reap amazing rewards as well but there's usually some very strong sort of karmic ties that come through in that eight year as well it's a very strong power year and in the nine year um our final year that is about letting go it's about releasing it's about transformation we can find ourselves really um looking at our lives on a, on a deeper sort of soul level and if you are in a nine year um you know it's a great time to be clearing out what you don't need i mean that's great in any year but the nine year it's really about you know downsizing and having massive um shifts you know comes from that law of the vacuum okay so it's about creating space um wonderful yes wow that's awesome thank you so much i think a lot of people will certainly benefit from knowing that yeah and that's just that's just like a you know sort of the basics of of understanding the the years there Mm. amazing tool yeah definitely understand where your where your partner's at or your children as well like you know what sort of personal year because because everything is made up of of a vibration of of energy and so yeah it's just really incredible to um bring that empowerment through in our lives fantastic wow awesome thank you so much tamira that's amazing yeah so so where can people reach you uh you can reach me at uh, tamira.com so it's uh, t-a-m for mary double e-r-a.com and that's that's it fantastic awesome and all the links will be down the bottom of this recording as well on this page so you can just click through that and reach tamira um, as well so wonderful thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for listening to yet another inspiring high vibration episode of connecting soul beings podcast i truly love receiving your comments stories and feedback Keep connecting as they are truly inspiring. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website www.biancaderose.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn under Bianca De Rose. If you love our community and this podcast, you can help us by sharing and liking the show via Pippa, YouTube, iTunes and the website. And if you feel that connecting soul beings and myself can help you connect to yourself and the animals, then hop on over to www.biancaderose.com and find out how we can truly connect and help you along. Thank you again so much. Stay connected with love and grace.